Hello, Romanisti and fans of Italian football. I'm Wayne Gerard. Today, we're going to be breaking down Cagliari Roma as well as taking a look back at that match against Servet, where Roma came out 4 0 winners at the Stadio Olimpico, Olimpico. And there's a lot of good things to talk about that match. And the first thing I want to take a look at is that starting lineup. So, I guess first thing we could say is Lukaku is fantastic. To be honest with you, I didn't expect that he would have this type of impact. That as soon as he got onto the pitch from his first few minutes at Roma, he has redimensioned this team so much. He's able to make opportunities on his own, uh, add so much, pulls defenders out of the way, opens up space for his teammates. I have become a massive fan, as you have, about Romelu Lukaku. I didn't, you know, it's one of those deals at the end of the transfer window. You're like, I don't know, this guy, you know, Inter wants him back. It didn't work out. Juventus wanted him. Why is he ending up at Roma? Like, what went wrong? But what we see is a dude who is working the socks off and scoring goals. It's brilliant to see. Here we can see the lineup. We've got Cristante filling in at center back. Gianluca Mancini, Indica uh, making up the pairing. I thought Indica had a, a you know, Look, I'm not going to say Cervet is Real Madrid, but I liked what I saw. He's looking increasingly confident, even if it's just little by little. Uh, but Mancini gets the start again. Out on the right, Salik, Bove, Paredes, Awar gets the start over Lorenzo, Lorenzo Pellegrini, who comes in, of course, scores a goal, but then goes out immediately. El Shadwi at left wing, he gets to start left wing back, but really, you know, Farrell took advantage of that space. And then Lukaku and Belotti. So two similar center forwards taking up what you would think maybe stepping on each other's toes, but it worked out pretty good because we get two goals for Belotti. And the first goal is, of course, of Lukaku. So shout out to Selik. I thought he had a solid match, didn't really put a foot wrong, was willing to take on defenders. Bove gets that second start in a row. Really good. Uh, Paredes also, without being pressed, I thought he did really well. I will say in the first 20 minutes, Servet showed a lot. I thought Badia was a handful. Uh, Antunes, the number 10 there. And they played good. Uh, there's one more player who I'm thinking of, Kutessa. Uh, he did a really good job, I thought. Um, he was very active in getting the ball and pushing forward. But Roma were able to sustain that pressure even after, like, I think in around the 25th second, uh, Servet almost got a goal. Actually, actually should have been scored upon. I think that was Bedia, and he missed a big opportunity there. So, look, on one end, you could say, oh, don't get that excited. But I think that you need games like this. You got to pad up your numbers, get goals in. Get your players confident in front of net. Get them working and flowing. Get the juices moving. And I think that was what we can take away from this match. I think it was a positive for Roma at the very least. And look, if they approach this game against Cagliari, they could make it three in a row before the international break. And that would be a great thing. That would get a lot of the press off of Mourinho's back. I was just reading. I'm actually going to pull it up now how Corriere dello Sport has reported that if Mourinho were to lose and Roma were to not make it out with a win, or I guess not just a win, not a draw, but if they were to literally lose, then Mourinho would be out. I don't think that's the case. I have to say that not more than I don't think. 
I could pretty much guarantee that's not that is not the situation. So let's take a look at this. Uh, I'm going to pull up the actual newspaper article that IFTV sourced this from. <laughs> it says they're ready to get rid of him with Mourinho with this. Like, come on, man, cut out the drama. But yeah, you know, <laughs> there we go. That's what it is. Uh, oh, by the way, Pizzotto was in the stands against uh, Servet. That was good to see Peck back at it. And one thing I wanted to make note of before we move on completely from Servet is the one thing I noticed about this Roma team is they play truly like a team. If you think about El Shadwi, Cristante, who else? Bolve, Selig, guys who maybe don't get time, maybe don't play in their preferred positions, yet they show up, they've got the right attitude, they work hard, they work for each other. And I think that's one thing that Mourinho has definitely instilled in these players. Whether you agree with the tactics or not, you cannot disagree with the mentality shift. And as I end this little poster, so that's a really good thing. And I affirm that. Somebody said, SES, Nick Dion. He says, Nick, SES is the GOAT. He is, he is. And uh, so this is truly the work of Jose and yeah, love and affection, unique environment. And we do need Smalling back. We need to get Chris back ASAP. But let's take a look now at Coyote's form. And I'm going to pull up my little banner here where it says the last five fixtures. Okay, there we go. The last five fi fixtures, we start out with Coyote. They got blown out by Fiorentina. I think that was uh, Rodriguez, Nicolas Rodriguez scoring again. And they get another three goals past them against Milan. Atalanta puts two drawless, goalless draw against Udinese. Bologna beats them another two goals. They've only scored two goals this season so far. It's not looking good for Ranieri. And, of course, we feel a little bit bad because of the manager's relationship to Roma because he's been there when he's been needed, when Roma were in tough times. As a player, of course, he was um, somebody who was a you know big name to this club. He's got a lot of history with them. Roma's last five. We look back at that loss against Milan, and it hurts. But then the response was a 7-0 win against Empoli, and then a drag. It seems like Roma were going to make this shift, like that they could, it was going to be the start of something big. And that's the same narrative that I'm trying to portray today, that if Roma can now get past Coyote, that would be three in a row. You go into the international break. That's really good momentum. But let's not get too carried away. Let's play the game that's in front of us on Sunday. And that's the most important thing. So Frosinone, it was a good match. I thought Roma played pretty good. Um, as we look uh, against that game against Fiorentina at the Franchi, I mean, you know, just two points in their first seven top flight matches for the first time ever. And over the past four seasons, guys, only two clubs have picked up fewer after their eighth fixture, which is Crotone in 2020 and Sampdoria last year. And guess what? Both of those clubs were relegated. Oi, not so great. Not so great for Cagliari at all or uh, or Ranieri. So still without Chris Smalling, Llorente should be on the sidelines. He's not going to make it. Renato Sanchez, another long-term absentee with Tammy and Marash Kambula, of course, who is rested midweek, Paolo Dybala. He should be back there with Spinazzola and Rui Patricio. I'm going to pull up 
uh, the starting formation here, the predicted, the probable formation, and we can see that it's going to be a 3-5-2. I know a lot of fans want Mourinho to go with four at the back. It's not going to happen right now. Uh, Patricio should get to start over Svilar, or I, I would like to see Svilar honestly get that chance. Mancini, Cristante, Indica, we see Mancini um, alongside his new partner as Cristante slots back at center back. Expect Christensen, but I think Karsdorp is going to get to start here. This is coming from Sportmole. I think Karsdorp gets to start. Uh, Award because Pellegrini is injured. Paredes and Bove. Bove playing that number eight, and he grows game by game still. Spinazzola should get to start on the left over El Sharwi and over Zalewski, who has not been in great form. Uh, and Dybala, Lukaku, who can doubt those two. And as we look over at, uh, this is probably, means probable, <laughs> the Kyrie's probable 3-5-2. Got Scoufet, the prodigal, was supposed to be a prodigy. And now, you know, I guess I, when sometimes these keepers or these players get hot too young, expectations or whatever gets away from them. Vietesca, uh, Dosena, Hatsidiakos, that's going to make up that back three with Zaba Nandez, who's still at, still at Kayeri. Uh, Makumbu, Deola, Algelo with Shamurodov, perhaps pairing Petania as Lapadula is still out with injury. I think the toughest thing is going to be for Roma to not get ahead of themselves. Lukaku is the leading goal scorer. He's got three goals. I'll give you a crazy stat here from uh, from Twitter real quick. I'm just going to go past it. But uh, by the way, guys, if you get a chance, check out my latest article on urbanpitch.com. It is Roma's top 10 kits, and you can see it there. I don't want to give you too much info, but I think you already know what number one is, and it has to do with the city itself. But that stat on Lukaku is he has scored in 13 straight Europa League games, stemming all the way back to 2014 when he played for Everton, and that match was when Wolfsburg was the opponent. So 13 games, 17 goals. Big ROM indeed. Guys, leave a comment. Let me know what you think about the match. Throw a like up there. If you're new, you know, give me a subscription. And also, you can even set the alerts on when we do lives. We're definitely going to be live after the match against uh, Cagliari. So looking forward to that, as well as Mourinho's post-presser. We'll be wrapping that up tomorrow as well. Talk to you soon. Ciao, guys. Thank you.